This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. अंग्रेज अपना लगान और न्यूज लॉन्ड्री अपना हफ्ता कभी नहीं छोड़ते वेन द पब्लिक पेज द पब्लिक इज सर्व एंड यू आर वॉचिंग न्यूज लॉन्ड्री हफ्ता बिफोर आई गेट इन टू द पॉडकास्ट डू लिसन टू आर पॉडकास्ट ऑन वट एवर प्लेटफॉर्म यू वॉन्ट टू बट वी आर ऑन न्यूज लॉन्ड्री डॉट कॉम दैट्स आर वेबसाइट वी हैव अ लॉट ऑफ अदर पॉडकास्ट ऑन न्यूज लॉन्ड्री डॉट कॉम वी हैव मेनी अदर स्टोरीज एंड रिपोर्ट्स सो डू कम एंड click on pay to keep news free and subscribe because we don't take any advertising we only make do with what you guys will contribute through subscriptions so come to newslawney.com and subscribe and check out other podcasts as often and awesome there's reporters or orders we'd love to show you what all we can do and do tell others about this podcast and give us a high rating whether you listen to us on savan or itunes or spotify give us a high rating write a review it will help other people discover us so thank you for that I have with me on the panel today two guests one is Jaskeer Singh Baba who is a senior editor for news fact check and audience engagement with the Quint earlier he has been a part of media houses like India Today and NewsX welcome Jaskeer thank you and joining us from Bombay is Vivek Kaul who many of you are aware is an author and also a regular columnist for News Laundry he's worked in senior positions in DNA Economic Times now he writes for us times of india hindu mint basically anywhere where there's any i guess economy related information or columns you'll find him there also he has written four books including the easy money trilogy and india's big government the intrusive state and how it is hurting us you can pick those books up hi vivek welcome hi hi abhinandan and uh, this has been a fairly uh, exciting news week especially yes. as far as the media is concerned so manisha what all are the headlines some of them and then i can finish the rest uh okay so as far as the media stories are concerned uh fade souza stepped down as mira now's executive editor uh, mm. but she's continue she will work for times network for a little while at least we know she has a show with romedy now uh fact checker which is a sister concern of india spend has shut down uh, their hate crime watch this was the only sort of data set that was being collated on hate crimes across india so they've india. shut down the hate crime watch fact checker is alive Yeah, uh, Samar Halankar, uh, who's editor at India Spend, has also quit following this. There's a little confusion on whether he will take this data set away or not, but it mm. doesn't exist anymore. So all the pieces, all the data set have vanished from the internet. Um, there was a big controversy on Twitter, uh, where uh, the NPR producer in Delhi had said things, uh, and she got trolled yeah, for it. Yeah, she and said India would do better if they gave up Hinduism. Hindu, with yeah, and this. The with the cow pissing and the piss dung worshipping and dung worshipping or something yeah quite nasty hmm uh, so she apologized for the tweet and then she quit and then npr also issued a statement saying that they don't uh, defend this um then there've been a spate of arrests in up or uh, charges being slapped at journalists uh, in uttar pradesh for basically reporting yeah and it's also not spilling into jharkhand yeah so for example one of the journalists who reported who shooted a video of kids mopping school floor was slapped with a case there's another one that who spoke about midday meals not being up to date yeah, the, the uh, not FIR being of quality there was an fire file against there are bunch of cases like this the big story of yesterday was uh, piyush goyal's comments at uh, a conference on trade where he said uh, when he was talking about the economy he said that basically you don't need to care about numbers and all that and those numbers have never helped anyone that maths uh, never helped einstein discover gravity then he did a clarification then he, he clarified the clarification but in all clarifications he insisted that 
ग्रेविटी तो आइंस्टाइन ने ही डिस्कवर की थी दिस वॉज आफ्टर निर्मला सीतारमन ब्लेम मिलेनियल्स फॉर द स्लो डाउन इन दटो सेक्टर मिलेनियल्स प्रेफर ओला उबर एंड विच इज वाईज the comedy twitter taking over and yeah. nirmala tai says hashtag and all that was trending yeah kashmir still remains in news um, uh, there have been reports uh, that there's been a, a militant build up across loc and uh, this the times of india report said that this is because there's also been an internet sort of communication shutdown so it's making life tough for the forces also there to detect militants coming in Uh, nearly 300 from uh, Kashmir have been detained in UP jails, and they're getting people from Kashmir in batches of 80 in a bus to be put in these jails. And uh, the government has offered to buy the entire apple crop. I think almost just under 50 percent of all the apples in India grown come from Kashmir. So because there's no labor from UP and Bihar, which is usually with the labor that goes there to pluck. Now um, I guess the government will buy it, but it'll just rot because no one's there to get it here or pluck it off the trees. Uh, UNHRC also said that India should end its lockdown in JNK. This made a lot of news. Pakistan said that uh, there are human rights violations and UNHRC should not overlook them. India said that these are concocted charges. Consequently, there were debates uh, in times now in Republic where they said India should ignore UNHRC. It's just a defunct organization and no need to care about these foreign elements. Uh, there was Muharram, but no processions allowed in Kashmir. Curfew like restrictions. Um, then NRC was also in the news. It's been in the news for a few weeks. So uh, there's a camp being set up in Maharashtra, and uh, no illegal immigrant can stay in Assam or any other state. Says Amit Shah, he thundered on about the NRC. He met the chief ministers of the northeastern states to discuss Article 371 and how that's not going anywhere, and there may need not be any nervousness about that. People's Tribunal comes down heavily on the Supreme Court over handling of the NRC in Assam. I guess everyone's blaming the other. Then the Tabriz and Ansari lynching case had the most kind of predictable and disgusting fallout, where the police says he died of a heart attack. While one can say that heart attack was caused by the beating, but um, I have heard several doctors who were quoted in various news reports say that the you know hitting with a blunt object, the trauma of a bone breaking. I mean, categorizing that as a heart attack is a bit much. Meanwhile, a video has been going around, which someone also sent to me, of a gentleman called Swami Chinmayanand getting a massage. So, at first, I was not very familiar with the story, and I was wondering why has this video been sent to me. And then I later realized that this is supposed to be this BJP leader. Yeah, very close to Yogi Adityanath. Second rape charge against him. And finally, they were arrested him today. Uh, not arrested. Took him for questioning, but. I do think overnight questioning for seven hours means just come and sleep. We'll get you a room. The very powerful guy in Shahjahanpur. They can, yeah. So that's quite quite disturbing, and the economic slowdown that Ray Call can tell us a little bit about. All sorts of things happening on that, and Home Ministry is gearing up to reopen reopen the 1984 anti-secret case against Kamal Nath. So I guess now Kamal Nath is next on the chopping block. I can't say I am too upset about that. Yeah, high time. 84, I think. high time. There's some accountability, and uh, I'd like to start off with PM Modi's. Oh, Chandrayaan also, of course. Sorry, Isro's. Your Chandrayaan went up. Our lander could not land. It wasn't perfect, but there was a lot of excitement and a lot of everyone was depressed. I to hope I don't sound anti-national in saying I was neither excited when it took <laughs> off, neither was I depressed when it didn't land because I didn't quite give a fuck. But I was—I I really think a lot of the excitement was manufactured. I know many of these journalists, and I know them very well. 
I know none of them gives a fuck about not none. Some of them who've been very really excited on Twitter don't give a fuck about outer space science. It was just because that's what everyone's talking about. You know, you talk about that. It's yeah. like like Faye when she quit. People were putting up pictures that feel like she's died. Like I was like, dude, she just quit. You don't start like putting. Oh, I remember I met Faye here. <laughs> like, fuck, she's alive. She's just moved to another channel. So I just think there's that on Twitter. You know, excitement burns up. Yeah, but and um, even the lander didn't land. Anchors landed. Everyone was on the moon. Ha, yes. <laughs> Everyone was wearing those stupid costumes and pretending and like they were. One, it's not very big news, but I definitely included in the headlines because I was struck by this report, which was that startups in the cow dung and urine business could get up to sixty percent government funding. So, uh, just for our subscribers, thank you so much to those of you who are subscribing and those of you who listen to Chota Hafta and don't subscribe because you think news is not worth paying for. I hope you. pay big money for that bottle of gomutra that you buy but in case this model is not working out uh we have a nice big studio which no point shooting here we can just kardik tabela rahega theek hai ha we can so we will um dedicate the song today's hafta song to this tabelas that will form digital india the near future also but, modi's speech on um yesterday so let's start with that before we get to the economic condition of our country so mr modi gave a speech at an event in mathura and the event was about prevention of livestock diseases uh, since we've cured all the ones that afflict humans and in that with giriraj smugly smiling he made this very impassioned and aggressive speech about those who people they listen to om aur unke ronkte khade ho jate hain then there is no cow unke pata nahi kya khade ho jate hain what basically he was saying that people uh, and that same night padmaja joshi on times now had this debate and i, I news 18 also had a debate that people who they mock cow are they elitist what basically at a time when people are being killed for alleged cow smuggling or allegedly eating beef the debate for an hour on television in prime time was that is taking care of the cow too like ls for india's elite and i was dumbstruck at how far we've come so a let me start with vek do you think that speech was a dog whistle uh, by mr modi or am i being too critical vivek no i mean if you uh, you know look at how uh, you know the entire government functions i mean they have all these distractions uh, planted regularly at uh, you know at at different points of time to to deviate attention from you know what should essentially be the issues that we were we should be talking about so but jaskira what do you think i mean that entire like he made the time to go for this event in a very busy schedule that prevention of you know illness he did though that video where he like odaud yogi ji like he's a makhi because yogi ji came into the frame <laughs> when he was there so he said makhi odaud and yogi ji quickly flew back like a makhi <laughs> to the many many clips that have been gathered over the last 5 years of him pushing people aside from the camera but yeah uh, i'm actually on board with what vivek says what uh, is it's a uh, it's actually about headline management uh, it's about deviating the conversation from what we should really be discussing and this is it's it's become very routine uh, over the last 5 years even in the first tenure of this government we saw many such examples where a particular issue which does not show the government in good light is ga- gaining national momentum you will have and and almost on queue you will see the prime time debates also taking queue from that uh, 
But I would think he'd stay away from any cow-related thing because the attention will be on pe- people who got lynched. The fact that he goes the other way and says, we are being mean to cows. But it polarizes and polarizing works. This is one of the subjects where people are not neutral or, or, or fence-sitters on. This is the kind of subject that people are either for or against to the point of picking up their axes and their kattas and everything. So anything that polarizes... I as I think even in our last conversation here last year I uh, said the same thing. It helps. Uh, last time I think uh, the topic we were discussing was the garlanding of uh, those guys by uh, yeah, Sinha, yeah. uh, Sinha San. And again, it was a similar thing. If you look at it, every month or every year, we can come back and actually have the similar instances, which the end result being the same. There is a polarizing effect, and it will divide the supporters and the uh, non-supporters. Right. What is your view and how easily is that headline managed that he says that yeah. in the speech and at night the prime time debates on that it's a completely uh, made up debate firstly between cow protection and cow vigilantism no one has a problem with cow protection gandhi was one of the earlier advocates of cow protection muslims also say sayed ahmed khan i think he'd said appeased to muslims that okay this is a sacred animal and maybe you should refrain from so these kind of soft projects where it's been said that okay this is revered by the hindus and maybe we should sort of uh, work at you know respecting sentiments or that cow protection is a very important part of being hindu these things have been said for a very long time no one's ever had a problem with it you want to set up a gaushala and you know save cows do it if you can do it for dogs do it for cows but the problem the the problem that people have is cow vigilantism and it's very clear when he says ki cow kaan mein aapke padte ya aap uchhal jate ho it's not guy protection it's cow vigilantism that exactly, people are prote- yeah. protesting against where you can be killed for having mutton because someone will say it's beef mm, or even killed for having beef but or anyway or be a legitimate dairy farmer in cases where people have worked in the dairy industry where they've been you know lynched to death so but what can you say and it's true that he has it just doesn't matter what he says because it's just he has all his news channels at his command to sort of carry the message further and then pepper that even further with their own reporting so arna padmaja joshi these guys yeah, bhupendra bhupendra chobe had a show with that stupid hum hindu guy who's i don't know jackass from hell what local standard he has on this debate but he comes and he talks about you know um, and he, even there is one I mean, swami <laughs> chakrapani with Chakra- who, who that, that one shoulder that, that he wears a cold shoulder so thing and yeah there is no an opposition to this and uh, TV channels, of course, have given in, but even opposition, like, what is the Congress's narrative to this? Mm. What is the opposition's narrative to this? They're also doing, like, soft Hindutva wherever they can. Now, coming to uh, Vivek, sure. so, you, Piyush Goel was trying to enthuse Indians startups <laughs> that you yeah. must start up even though uh, the, uh, regulatory framework is so fucked that we'll do everything we can to make sure you can't start up. Yeah. But, uh, Einstein or Newton or there's there's some another that gravity was actually discovered much earlier in 600 BC by an Indian scientist as well. There are those accounts. So, um, where are you on gravity and where are you on Mr. Piyush Goel's statements? (laughs) Maths doesn't matter. How's the economy doing? Does math matter or not? Uh, I mean, the math obviously matters. And I mean, what was basically very surprising that... uh, uh, you know, the way he dissed math and given the fact that uh, he's a rank-holding chartered accountant, <laughs> I mean, that was the most surprising part. And, you know, so people, uh, after he'd said what he'd said, people started uh, explaining that, no, it might have been a brain fade. 
and then everyone discovered as to how you know newton may have discovered gravity but it was einstein who actually explained it and so on and so forth but i think all that was uh, you know i mean it, all that is not important what is basically important is that uh, a gentleman who uh, currently is the commerce and the railways minister of the country and who also happened to be the finance minister of the country uh, at a certain point of time uh, tried to tell us that you know maths and all these assumptions etc are not important and i i, I just thought that was uh, very uncalled for so i mean uh, you know it's such a hota ki you know he, he would have just said that you know gravity was discovered by some rishi somewhere and hmm. i mean people would have that, still bought into all that but I I I just thought uh, and and the clarifications were fairly naive. I and mean, he no, should have just you know he should have just explained uh, apologized for his mistake and moved on. Yeah, the slip I mean, of the I tongue. Know. I mean we do it all the time. Hmm. I do it more than others especially when it comes to names uh, on hafta all the time I don't have called Rahul Arvind or whatever but uh, but you know he in that the nichod hmm. was that he said in what 5 years that we should be doing 1 trillion dollars worth of exports yeah i mean see which is the whole thing so you know, basically I mean, got to go up by happen? 20% year on year yeah i mean it's not it's it's simply not possible uh, for the fact that see i mean if 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 you look at uh, you know if 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 you look at the uh, what arvind subramanyam you know when he was the chief economic advisor had said so he he had put out uh, i think it was in the economic survey or it was an article he wrote i don't remember but what he basically said was that china is getting out of uh, low end exports uh, and uh, it is a good opportunity for india to sort of get into that market or rather expand that market hmm. uh, but what has happened is that instead of india sort of catching on to the chinese exports vietnam and bangladesh have so if we couldn't even uh, you know catch on to something which was available as easily as it was i mean i find it very difficult as to how our exports uh, will multiply five times in the next 5 uh, years and given the fact that uh, you know exports have been flat for uh, a while now i mean it's not like we've been growing over the last 6 uh, 7 years so um so it's all in the air i mean there is no i mean uh, i mean there has to be some thinking some policy something to sort of back what he's saying i mean nothing's there let's talk about the media layoffs you know i have a theory i i don't know whether um vivek would think i'm being too i'm going off but i think anything's possible in today's day and age i think like in russia or um venezuela or um you know egypt also for that matter uh, there was monopoly of money was with the government because all other industries failed like in russia kuch karna hai to putin ya uske kisi sathi ko aap partner banao nahi to aapki industry ka kuch dal nahi galegi so when all the money is just with the government or government friendly agencies advertising kon dega na hero honda ki aukat hai na aajkal kisi ramdev ka bhi banta dardwar ho gaya hai to aap ab sarkari ads ke liye sab chase kar rahe hain I know for a fact because I have many friends in media organizations. They may hate that state government, but when that election time comes, they're all going to that chief minister saying, "I'm going to add this." Because ads ki aukat ab sirf sarkar ki hai. So if the economy gets fucked and all private limited or public limited companies are fucked and only the government companies have money, you don't have to arrest anyone. Yeah, you just have a direct carrot. You don't even need a stick. What? Too too outlandish? My theory. 
No, I mean, so which is precisely <laughs> the conclusion I made in my column, uh, Abhinandan. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I basically what I said was that you know over the years, uh, at least when it comes to newspapers, uh, they have uh, you know become totally dependent on advertising revenue. Of course, a bulk of this revenue up until now uh, used to come from uh, corporate advertising, but hmm. as corporate advertising has started to fall, uh, government advertising has become you know even more. Uh, uh important and right. you know that will ultimately have an uh, impact on um, you know the the way things get uh reported if at all they get it, uh, and if at all they get reported so i mean uh, and of course along along the line you know what will also happen is that journalists who are not uh you know who 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 are sort of uh, reporting uh, against the government i mean at least the government uh, feels that they are reporting against the government i mean they'll have a difficult time so right but uh, i just want to ask the two of you just kirat and vivek like do you think the layoffs recently that we've heard of are unprecedented or do you think we've always had this oh see i think from what i remember okay see you know the problem here is there are no numbers so you know saying anything definite uh, you know for uh, definitively is is difficult but you know i clearly remember what happened after 2008 and when 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 the financial crisis struck i mean a lot of people lost their jobs even back then and i mean at least i remember at dna uh, you know we had to at after a certain level everyone had to take a pay cut i mean i took a pay cut of around i think 10% or 12 and a half percent now whether this this uh, you know round of firings is similar to that round i mean it's difficult to say without having any concrete numbers but uh, but you know as far as the feel of it is concerned i think even in 2008 2009 uh, you know uh, the media went through a similar cycle Though the reasons were altogether very different, so I agree with Vivek in two thousand two thousand eight two thousand nine. It was pretty big. I think uh, the information age that we are in right now, compared to two thousand eight nine, it's getting a uh, amplified a lot more uh, than it was about ten twelve years ago. Hmm. But uh, but having said that, the as as far as advertising is concerned, I do wonder how this is impacting the online uh, media organizations like Scroll, News Laundry, The Quaint, which are only uh, online only so they they're not very dependent on government advertising for their revenue but still so, so that's the whole point you know they are screwed even more because you know you don't have access to government advertising and at the same time corporates are not giving you ads yeah which makes a case for amirandan <laughs> need to keep news free because unless the public pays the public will not be exactly. served and news will die you know i know there's there's a lot of skepticism about the um the reader funded model but i actually have no doubt i mean i am not at leisure to share my full details because because you know my investors may not be thrilled about it but when we started 7 years ago i was sure that's the only way to go and i actually have the numbers to prove that there are many weaknesses in how news laundry is um, you know tech is uh, you know enabled right now to actually make that happen more efficiently and smoothly but there are enough people out there to pay for news to keep it as long as your per month costs are i Hello. think are low are low yeah in the other yeah. yeah which is a 20 to 40 lakh range i don't think a times of india or a news 18 yeah. can be sustained by that but i have no doubt 
that a news laundry size operation i don't know how big quint is uh, the amount of content i see it it seems to me like a fairly big operation 130 stories a day okay fine maybe that's I, I, stories can also be written by you know graduates sitting in a call center but i don't know how many employees there are how many reporters there are but an organization around the size of 50 to 60 people can be sustained by revenue streams where your your fundamental revenue stream the biggest one is uh, is a uh, subscription and then like we have small conferences you know some college pays you to do a conference there some one pays aapka karib 20 25% wahan se kharcha nikal sakta hai and there are other revenue streams which we are attempting but i think that's possible if your thing is low but yes, if it's i mean if hmm. i can add a point abhinandan hmm. uh, you see other than low also if you if you are niche you know where, where you sort of uh, uh, you know concentrate on only one thing so if you look at a website like money control hmm. uh, which only does stocks and mutual funds on you know they uh, uh, something like that is more likely to make money than something which is all over the place also you know i mean this is just a i mean uh, you know uh, me and a, and and, and a, you know a friend who works for one of these organizations which uh, charge money for content uh, so we did a sort of a rough cut uh, you know back of the envelope uh, calculation and we found that you know unless they end up with around Uh, you know more than 40 45000 subs there is no point of being in the game now getting to that 40 45000 number and at the same time maintaining a daily uh, you know quality in what you are writing is is a very it's it's, it's a difficult challenge ram jethmalani died so uh, i just like to go around the panel starting with vivek manisha jaskirat and alkam last uh, do you have anything to say about the man have you ever encountered him what is your view because he did dominate headlines in brief pieces you know at least since i've been in 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 the journalism uh, news i think my first memory of him and uh, i mean i haven't followed him much but my first memory of him was during the indira gandhi uh, you know assassination Uh, you know the the case that followed and how he uh, defended uh, the uh, assassins if i remember yeah keher singh right uh, ban singh satwan singh and keher singh and, and keher singh right and uh, so uh, i think one of them was or all three of them were uh, hanged to death yes although um, they said keher was hanged he yeah, i mean he did uh-huh. not he was not involved enough to be given the yeah. the sentence and so that, apparently that is... he's the one who did not collapse when he was led to the gallows so yes. once legs buckled he had to be dragged he soiled his uh, pajamas uh, but keher singh just walked up to the gallows and 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 they said he was innocent yes so that is my sort of first memory of him and and you know back then it was like you know i mean obviously it was a huge thing and everybody wondered as to why is a lawyer even defending them i mean obviously you know uh, i mean limited understanding at that point of time so uh, yeah i mean that that is actually my memory of him so i mean manisha yeah. manu sharma i think defending that case is what i i mean um, But no, also one did of the things. Manu Sharma or Sanjeev Nanda. Manu Sharma. Manu Sharma. But uh, one of Sanjeev the Nanda. cases, um, I'll read out from a report actually, and he defended Asa Rambapu, and he said some very despicable things about the victim, calling her mentally unstable and stuff like this. Is an underage woman who's so fine. I get that you're a lawyer and you're going to defend, but then I think you should also be judged on the tactics you use. And he was asked by the Wall Street Journal why he defended Asa Rambapu, and he said, "My practice is of a different kind from other lawyers. I make tons of money at the bar, but I do it from ten." percent of my clients bapu is the 10% asaram bapu so to me i mean uh, he may be a brilliant lawyer or whatever but i 
on with that case and the sort of things he said sure it's your profession to defend criminals and uh, not judging it but how you do it and what you say is just what manisha says is uh, interesting and two points towards a quotes piece that it, uh, came out last month about how in india obituaries normally whitewash people mm-hmm. there's it i think it's a cultural thing in india maybe we don't speak ill of the dead or something to that effect where a lot of the obituaries try tend to look at only the bright side and the the highlights of their life and not the low points jet milani actually i have a lot of memories sir because uh, he was a dean of the law school i went to he was uh, also when i was covering the supreme court for about 4 or 5 years there was constant interaction there was one hilarious time where a reporter during the 2g case which is probably one of the 10% of clients that he got his money from a reporter took a brief from him for 15 minutes about his argument and then asked him and so can i have your name please <laughs> oh <laughs> what did i can't get the and picture then? i can't get his reaction out of my head ever the the stunned silent look he gave her for 5 seconds not angry huh. maybe partially confused huh. maybe looking at her and say is thinking is this a prank hmm. and then he just walked away He didn't say. <laughs> he, 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 I, I think he was too stunned to say anything. That that man at that time in 2012-13, whenever the 2G case was happening, was arguing in front of Supreme Court judges who studied his cases in their law school days. Mm. So get that into perspective. You know, this is a guy who was arguing in front of judges who has studied his argued cases in their law school. I think. the manu sharma one which why most people remember is because of the sagrika ghosh interview, interview yeah, yeah, yeah. where he absolutely went how <laughs> oh, yeah. he, he went to her, at her yeah. what did he say it wasn't what he said it's about her lack of being able to counter him or like uh, control that interview which made it go viral in the pre viral and pre social media days yeah, yeah yeah i remember that yeah so so that i think uh, i think karan thapar also he had a major thing with All of you listening in, uh, the Chota Hafta. Do subscribe so you can listen to the entire Hafta. We will see you again next week with the Hafta. Till then, subscribe, pay to keep news free. Because when the public pays, the public is served, and advertisers pay. Advertisers served. Thank you. Goodbye. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.